No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Always More. I'm Rebecca Keener, and we're continuing in our study on the Holy Spirit. And today's lesson is the Holy Spirit is our strengthener. Let's have a word of prayer, and we'll get right into our lesson. Lord, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much for this time that we've been able to spend in your word and learn more and more about the Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, for those that are watching today or this evening, whenever they're watching, Father, that you would bless them, bless their homes, and bless this word, Lord, that they will receive your strength and your blessing and your empowerment. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. Our text is in John 14 and 16, and I'll just begin reading there, and I'm reading out of the Amplified Version, and it says this, And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another comforter. And that word comforter is actually the word paraclete in the Greek, which means, and the Amplified Version will break it down for you. I have a side-by-side -side King James Amplified Version. So on the Amplified side, it says that comforter means counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby. So all of those facets we have taken in the past few weeks just to look at what does that mean that the Holy Spirit is our counselor? What does it mean that He is our helper? What does it mean that He is our advocate? What does it mean that He is our standby? All of those different facets of the Holy Spirit we've taken a look at. So those notes are on the Always More blog, alwaysmoretv.org. And then you can go back one by one. We're posting these lessons on YouTube so you can follow right along. So we see that comforter or paraclete means all of these different uh, per, uh, facets of the Holy Spirit's personality. And then it goes on to say, Jesus said that He, the Holy Spirit, may remain with you forever. And then verse 16, the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive or welcome or take to its heart because it does not see Him, it does not know Him or recognize Him, but you know, you know, and will recognize him for he lives with you constantly and he'll be in you. So we see here that the Holy Spirit is with us and he is in us. He's with me right here today speaking to you. He's with you and he is permeating and filling your life just like he's permeating and filling my life. And that is the amazing thing about the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that we know in part, we only know just a little bit about Him. And we see through a glass darkly, Paul said. But, you know, one day we're going to see Jesus face to face. And one day we're going to be with God the Father. And, and we'll be together with the Holy Spirit all together in our new heavenly home. Praise God. I'm so thankful for that. And if you haven't received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that is your ticket 
to be able to spend eternity in heaven and you want to make sure that you give your life to Jesus Christ so that you can live as days as heaven on earth here with the Holy Spirit on this earth and in all the years to come, eternity to come. So we see here, uh, and back to our lesson, the Holy Spirit is our strengthener, that the definition for strengthener there in that particular context is a device designed to provide additional strength, additional strength. And we know that the Holy Spirit is not a device. The Holy Spirit is not an it. We've talked about that before, that um, there's even songs out, send it on down, send it on down. Lord, let your Holy Ghost come on down. The Holy Spirit, I understand the intent of that particular song, but the Holy Spirit is a person. He is part of the triune, the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit three in one, three separate entities, yet one, three separate personalities, yet one. And one doesn't contradict the other. They're all in perfect synchronized unity moving together in our life. Isn't that an amazing thought to think about? So uh, God sent the Holy Spirit to give us additional strength. You might want to say that with me today and even write that down, additional strength. Some of you watching today are needing additional strength. Maybe you're facing some health challenges, financial challenges, relationship challenges, challenges on the job, whatever it may be, and you need additional strength. Well, we find that additional strength through the power of the Holy Spirit. I love the verse in uh, Philippians 4.13, and you know this verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And uh, that word means to empower or to enable. And if you look at a word study there on that particular word, who strengthens, that is actually a word that means the power of resisting an attack. Because we know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness. Now, that's the enemy's job here on this earth as the prince of the power of the air is to release as much as he can hatred, murder, strife, envy, all the works of darkness. That's his, that's his whole motive in life is to do as much damage the Bible says he came to kill, to steal, to destroy. Those are his three things, kill, steal, and destroy. And so we need the strength of the Holy Spirit to empower us or to enable us to resist his attack. Just like James says, he says, uh, submit yourself to God first and foremost. That's the first step we do. We submit ourselves to God resist the devil and he'll flee. In other words, you're going to put him on the run. And I believe somebody watching today, you've been needing the strength of the Holy Spirit and you're going to put the enemy on the run today. Amen. With his word and by the blood of Jesus. You know, the Bible says that, uh, that we overcome Satan by the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony, those two things. 
And so we have not been left here just vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy, but we have the strength of the Holy Spirit. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. We have the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We have the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal. In other words, they're not flesh and blood. They're not guns. They're not knives. They're not whatever bombs. Our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty, 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 mighty. You need to say that out loud today, right where you're sitting and encourage yourself in the Lord. They are mighty through God. There's the key through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So we remind ourselves of the word and we remind uh, ourselves of the fact that he is our strength. Now, I'll just share with you just personally, for me, we launched Always More. We're on our 10th program today. We launched it in May. This is May of 2018. And in that particular month, we had three family members in the hospital at the same time. And uh, it was the same week that the first program aired of Always More. We had numerous other challenges that happened and kind of hit our family, which was very overwhelming, very overwhelming to me. And you know, anytime you are making any kind of headway for the Lord or for the kingdom of God here on this earth, you're gonna be resisted by the enemy. He's going to try to uh, distract you. He's going to try to disrupt you. He's going to try to harass you. He's going to try to stop you, provoke you. Again, he came to kill, steal, and destroy. And so what we have to do in times like that and in times like what we just experienced with our family is just lean in harder to the Holy Spirit. Draw upon him harder and just say, you know, we studied a few weeks back how the Holy Spirit is our helper. Sometimes we just need to, several times throughout the day, just say, help me, Holy Spirit. You got to help me here. You got to help me here. Help me, Lord. Help me, Holy Spirit. Your word says you're my helper. Help us. And so we just cry out to him and we lean into him in those times of attack when the enemy is really trying to clip us at our knees and he's trying to stop the advancement of the kingdom of God in your life, in my life, and in the body of Christ. Uh, you know, there's so many times in the Bible that we read about strength. And I'm just going to give you some scriptures just to wash over you and encourage you today about how the Lord is our strength. In Psalms 1 through uh, 3, David talked about God is our refuge and our strength. You know this verse and our ever, I hear you at home, you sound good, ever present help in time of trouble. And you know, America's in a time of trouble. The world is in a time of trouble right now. We know that it's the end times. We are in the last of the last days, we believe, where the spirit of the Antichrist, I'm not saying the Antichrist, but his spirit is rampant upon the earth. Evil is waxing more and more. And we need to know that God is our refuge. He's our place we can run. And when we get in that refuge, he is our strength. Amen. 
In Proverbs 8 and 10, it says the name of the Lord is a strong tower, not just a tower, but a strong tower. And it says the righteous run into it and are safe. You are safe. You are safe behind the name of Jesus. I've told my sons this through the years of them growing up. You know, we would teach them how, according to Matthew 18 and 18, 18 and 19, to, uh, that says, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That when you bind the enemy, you do it in the name of Jesus. We don't, we don't use any other name. There is no other name in heaven and in earth, the Bible says, by which men can be saved. That we have to resist the enemy. Uh, almost his name is like a shield. You hold it up in front of you like that, and the enemy just has to fall back and flee. Amen. That's what we call resisting the enemy. And James says he will flee. So use the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Amen. I love the scripture, Nehemiah 8 and 10, that says, um, the joy of the Lord is our strength. But the beginning of that verse says, grieve no more, grieve no more. And if I'm speaking to you today and maybe you've lost a loved one or lost a job or lost a, a friend or lost uh, a home, lost a car, whatever the case may be, a relationship, I just speak to you by the Holy Spirit today. Grieve no more. Amen. Grieve no more. There's a time of grieving. There's a time where we have to allow the Holy Spirit to heal us. But you know what? That verse goes on to say in Nehemiah 8 and 10, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. That verse didn't say the joy of the Lord is our laughter. It didn't say the joy of our Lord is our happiness. The, it didn't say the joy of the Lord is our fulfillment. It says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Now, if you look up that particular word in Nehemiah 8 and 10, strength means a military fortress. Amen. That when you keep your joy, you take off your grave clothes of grieving, of mourning, of, of being sad, of being depressed, you decide, you choose to take life, you, you decide to take joy, then the Lord becomes your strength. And he is that military fortress around, around you to shield you, to stop the enemy in his tracks before he can even get to you. I love that. And you know, joy, uh, joy of the Lord is the second fruit mentioned in Galatians in the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. So Paul knew something there that joy is essential and it is important to our strength and our walk in the Lord and walking in, in his strength and his wholeness. Isaiah 40 and 29 says this. It says he gives strength to the weary and he increases the power of the weak. Amen. Whenever we are weak, he is strong. And I... I just have to remind myself of that at times when I'm going through times of attack, maybe financial attacks or attacks in my marriage, attacks in uh, my health, whatever the situation may be, 
I have to remind myself. I'm not relying on my own strength or trying to psych myself up or pump myself up or build myself up to do the work of the Lord. That, you know, in our own human strength, uh, we're very, very weak. But when the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes on you, He makes us supernaturally strong. And, you know, I thought about in America, we're kind of obsessed with movies about, you know, superheroes. We love superheroes and hearing about superheroes, the Avengers and uh, Star Wars, you know, the fight against between good and evil and darkness and light. And, and um, you know, you're always wanting the light, the good guy to win. And uh, you think about the uh, Incredibles. And that's a big movie out now that everybody loves, a little cartoon about the Incredibles and this family that has superpowers, they're superheroes, they're super strong, and they're able to do supernatural feats. Well, you know what? That's who you are. That's who your family is. You're, you're like an Incredible because you have supernatural strength and the power of the Holy Spirit who comes on you when you're weak he is strong. Isn't that great to know? And some of you watching today, maybe you are weak in your body and you're battling illness. I don't know what your situation may be, but I speak strength to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And if you're at home today and maybe you have been depressed or you have been down and out, you've been oppressed, which is a spirit of heaviness, you know, the Bible says, that we're to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. God has given us clothing that we're supposed to put on in order to receive our strength. And so we put on that garment, that robe of praise around us and lift up our hands when we don't even feel like it. Sometimes you may have to even get somebody to lift your hands for you. Maybe even if you're in a situation where you can't lift your hands, Lift your hands or lift your spirit to the Lord and just believe that you're receiving that robe, that robe of praise, and it's taking that heaviness off of you that's trying to weigh you down and depress you and rob you of your strength because God wants you strong. He needs you strong in these last days. And he needs every single one of us in our place doing what he called us to do, not feeling sorry for ourselves, not isolating away from other people, not sitting at home in offense or hurt or brokenness or bitterness. No, he needs us strong. We are in the last day. So just shake yourself if you're in that situation today or maybe you've been grieving for a, a long period of time. Uh, maybe lost your spouse and trying to just get overcome that and get past that and come into walk into a new season by the power of the Holy Spirit I speak to you today come out come out of that grief come out of that depression come out of that oppression come out of that heaviness and receive the robe the robe the robe of of praise and joy and laughter and the and the Lord's strength you know, the Bible says we put on that full armor every day, even when I don't feel like it. 
I, even before I came today to talk to you, I put on that armor of God because I know, see, that's my super suit. <laughs> Just like the Incredibles in that little movie or any kind of superhero movie, they put on a super suit. Well, see, that's a picture of what the Lord has provided for us in his word to give us his strength. We put on the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I'm feeling his strength now. I pray you are too. Ephesians 6 and 10, Paul said, finally, 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 in other words, he's saying finally, after everything Paul went through, shipwrecked and being bitten by a snake and, and beaten and imprisoned and everything that he had gone through, he said, finally, brothers, be strong, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's not like we're trying to drum up strength and, oh, I just hope I can be strong in the Lord. I'm just trying my best. No. See, when the Holy Spirit comes, it is His enablement. That's what that word means in Ephesians 6. Strong means to enable or to make strong. It's God who's making you strong. It's the Holy Spirit who is your strengthener and making you strong. In Mark 12 and 20, Jesus said this. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. He could have said, with all your eyes, with all your mouth, with all your money, with all your home, with all your family. But no, he said, with all your strength. And that word means forcefulness or ability forcefulness or ability. See, when we're strong in the Lord, we're a force to be reckoned with. You are a force to be reckoned with. You are valuable to the kingdom of God. You are lethal to the devil because you are a force of strength against hell and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. Amen. I hope you're receiving this today. Acts 1 and 8 says that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Now, we've heard that verse before. That word power means a dunamis and that word means it's a physical power a physical power not just a spiritual power but a physical power amen that's why elijah was able to take off running and and run past the chariots is because a physical force a physical power a dunamis power came on him it also means force might ability um, energy and um, it, it also implied powerful deeds. You will be able to do exploits and deeds and things that you can't do in your natural strength. Amen. There's no way any of us can accomplish anything in the spiritual without supernatural strength and power. And all of this dunamis came during Pentecost, when the disciples were waiting, the Bible says, in the upper room, and the Holy Spirit came. And uh, I love what David Wilkerson said from the author of The Cross and the Switchblade about Pentecost. He said, Pentecost stands for power and for life. That's what came into the church when the Holy Spirit came down the day of Pentecost. So see, in this age, after Jesus' ascension and he released the Holy Spirit upon the earth, we now have at our uh, ability to receive his strength. Amen. 
Ephesians 3.18 says, Be strengthened with the power through His Holy Spirit in your inner man, in your spirit. Amen. Receive His strength. That word inner man means your inner makeup. Your uh, strength means to increase in vigor, to wax strong. Those of you who are in your 70s and 80s receive the strength of the Lord that you are increasing in vigor. Say, I am increasing in vigor and in strength. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit is like a trainer and he's going to make us stronger. And so you look for places when things come at you, watch and see, become sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to grow in this and, and watch him uh, make me stronger. And you know what? That's the thing that no matter what comes at us, God is working all things together for our good, you see, because the Holy Spirit, whatever the enemy tries to throw at us, the Holy Spirit takes that to make us even stronger. And strength comes through the word and through prayer. It comes by learning to rest, not striving, but learning just to rest in the Lord and flow in the Holy Spirit and allow Him to lead us in His gentle way. There are some strength stealers, though. When we are prayerless, that's like not working out. You know, we have to work out to get our muscles strong. Well, when we don't pray, we don't, we don't sense the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit not reading the Word, which that's our nutrition and getting in the Word. When we lose our joy, uh, when we focus on ourselves and self-pity, and you know, we're in an age of that now where everybody's taking selfies. Everybody's looking at themselves, taking a picture, holding the phone up of themselves in the mirror. Self, self, self. Well, see, the Holy Spirit's wanting to redirect our focus, not on ourself, but on Him. Amen. Because he, he is trying to say, this is where your strength comes from. Whenever we're just focusing and feeding on carnality, worldly noise, worldly music, TV, radio, entertainment, shopping, and we have no spiritual nutrition, we lose our strength. Amen. So I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you in the Lord. If you need strength today, this program was for you to know and to be reminded that the Holy Spirit is your strengthener. He is the one. Just say right there where you are now, Holy Spirit, give me your strength. I need it. Fill me with your power. Fill me with your might. Give me your dunamis power to do great exploits for the kingdom of God. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I know the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. And if you have never given your life to Jesus Christ, that's the first step. Give your life to him. Say, Lord, take my life, forgive me of my sins, and do something mighty with my life. Give me strength. Give me strength, and he will do it. I'm so glad you joined us today. I was thinking of that verse in Ephesians where uh, we are to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And as we're looking at each of these facets about the Holy Spirit, we are becoming more and more filled with knowledge of Him, with His Holy Spirit, and that reminder that we don't have to do things in our own ability, in our own strength. He's not left us here, the Bible says, as orphans just to wander around. No, He has given us 
His precious Holy Spirit. And you know, no matter how much we know, no matter how much we think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. I'm so glad that you tuned in, and if you missed any of our lessons, feel free to go to alwaysmoretv.org and check out some of our videos on YouTube. You can look at the notes from our past lessons and just meditate on the power of the Holy Spirit. He loves you, God loves you, we love you, and may the Lord be with you. We'll see you next time on Always More. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.